Hey, it's Gil from the Mind Buzz. Today's Mind Culture and Social Podcast. And you're listening to Pods Like Us. Welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibble, known to my friends as Marv. And this time I am speaking with Morgan Doherty from Docast, which is a fabulous new podcast all about the world of The Simpsons. Hey, Morgs, thanks for speaking to me today. No problem. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's great. Thank you very much. So how were you first introduced to podcast? So I've just um, always loved podcasts, like listening to them. So the first couple of podcasts that I really listened to, they were quite like big ones and well-known ones. So um, I've had a love for YouTube. So I used to watch a lot of YouTube. And there's a guy called True Geordie. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he does um, like um, quite in-depth uh, podcasts for people, like crime podcasts he does. He does um, a thing called True News as well, where he just talks about all the news on YouTube. And I, I was just really into YouTube at the time. So this was probably about three or four years ago that I got introduced to podcasts. Another great one that I love is Happy Hour as well. Jack makes Happy Hour. And that's sort of what inspired me to set up my, um, my first podcast, which is um, the Untitled Chronicles, where we just talk about um, like crime and like different things. We talk about relationships and things like that. Okay, so what got you starting that, that show then, the one about true crime? Yeah, so um, I was most of my mates just um, love, love true crime. Like I do criminology at uni, so I thought like I know so much about true crime. Like I could just sort of share my knowledge with other people, and it wouldn't it wouldn't feel too hard. Like it would be fun doing it as well. So I just thought it was a good way to sort of get my knowledge out there. That's just something I love doing as well. Going from that, then how did you decide then to start a second podcast that you're starting soon about the Simpsons? Hey. Yeah, so I was actually watching um, old episodes of the US office and I realised they have like an accompaniment podcast where they where they basically watch an episode of the office and they talk about it. So I thought like it would be a great idea. Like Sim- The Simpsons is my favourite show, so I thought I- I'd love to do the same with The Simpsons and get people on from the actual show who wrote for The Simpsons, who starred in The Simpsons. So I thought it would be a great idea to do that. I think that's a great idea and um, 
just as an aside, a couple of the other people I've invited to follow you include Matt Groening's page and Yeardley Smith and a couple of the other people who yeah. do voices as well. Yeah, well, we've actually got um, Yeardley Smith coming on, um, who's the voice of Lisa Simpson, so that, that's going to be great. So we're hopefully going to watch a Lisa episode with her. Yeah, that's cool. So have you actually got a specific format in your head already? Yeah, so basically we're going to start off obviously on season one, episode one, which um, is the first episode. We're not going to watch, um, you know, we might we could do a separate episode where we watch, you know, the Tracy Ullman ones where they're, yeah. they're quite they're quite dated and they're quite old now, the animation style. But we're going to start on series one, episode one, which is actually the Christmas one. I'm pretty sure that came out in 1989. So we're going to start on that one. And we're just going to um, get people who worked on the episode, get to each episode then we're going to talk about like how it's a famous episode the cultural impact of the episode yeah a cool one to do with the tracy ullman episodes would be um you know i mean this is pie in the sky obviously but if you had matt himself as a guest i'm, I'm yeah. sure he'd probably love to talk about those and it'd be nice to ask him how he thinks it changed from that to how it changed for when they started the show properly as a show on its own yeah, that would be insane if I if I got him on. That would literally be a dream. But I've got sort of like a fun fact about um, about series one. So the last episode of series one um, that's there is called um, I think it's called Some Enchanting Evening, yeah. and it's basically where um, Marge and Homer go out on a date, and and the kids are left behind uh, to be babysat. And it's just it's quite a dark episode. I think um, she tries to rob them, and she's like seen as like. Um, a murder on the TV and stuff like that. But that was actually the first Simpsons episode produced, but they thought it was too dark to air. So they had the Christmas one first. Wow. But then again, they do that with a lot of programmes where they'll film an episode and then they'll put them out, not in the order that they were produced. I mean, that happens so much in television anyway. Yeah, they make them out of order. I know, I think, I think like Doctor Who does that as well. Um, they just do, do it in a random order. It's just a standard method. Like it goes from the world of film as well. Films are shot out of sequence, and yeah, that's the same, true. same thing, really. So, why do you think the show is so popular and still going now after God, thirty-two years? Yeah, see, that's that's what we wanted to talk about. And we want to find out. We want to. The cultural impact is so like massive. Like you go in like most shops, there's something with like Simpsons branding on. It's insane. Like, there's like theme parks after it. There's like food after it. Um, so we just really want to like explore the cultural impact of it and see like, like as you asked, like why. Yeah, I mean it's definitely inspirational. I mean the the amount of things that have been inspired from it. You could look at uh, yeah, how before the Simpsons programming animation was mostly seen as a thing for children or families to watch together whereas after the simpsons you started to get programming for teenagers or adults you know so you've got the um south parks you've got the king of the hill even family guy i mean all of these programs they are all inspired i i, I believe personally from what the simpsons started Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and you even got like um, jokes in South Park and in Family Guy that they literally say like because of the Simpsons, like we happened. Like there's there's an episode of South Park and it's called The Simpsons Did It, and it's just about 
I think it's just about the characters trying to do different things in the episode, but then they're just like, oh, the Simpsons already did this because they've basically done everything. Yeah. But then I've seen actual Simpsons characters in Family Guy as well. <laughs> yeah, they do have that in Family Guy as well. Yeah, and, uh, they have that in South Park as well. They all like cross over, but and th- there was an episode I think it was like 2016 maybe where there was an actual Family Guy Simpsons crossover. So um, uh, the fam- Family Guy people uh, went to um, Springfield, and it was a whole like two episodes set in Springfield, and it's quite like a dark episode because you know Family Guy has more of like dark humour than The Simpsons. Absolutely. Was it was that actually on the Sim- part of the Simpsons or was it part of the Family Guy? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, so so because it was such like um, obviously dark humour, the Simpsons is kind of like uh, I think pretty sure the Simpsons rated like I don't know what you'd call it in America, but it's rated like a twelve here, right? Yeah. Um, and Family Guy is like fifteen, so uh, yeah, it was set on in the as in the Family Guy aired it in their season, so it wasn't in the Simpsons season. I think I caught a bit of that when it was on actually. A bit it's pretty good and I'm quite a fan of Family Guy but obviously not as much as The Simpsons same here same here hello everybody this is Ryan this is Avery and we are from the Frame by Frame King Crimson podcast and you are listening to Pods Like Us so oh dear me here you go here's a difficult one what would you say is your favourite episode of The Simpsons then if you could pick one yeah, that's okay. So if I could pick one. Mind you, perhaps we ought to let you pick ten, ten of them or whatever, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so I've got a list of ten, and they're, they're kind of in order, but it's very difficult. So I went through, because I think The Simpsons is amazing, like um, like flawless, from series one to, I'd say, series 11. Then there's sort of, I think people won't mind me saying there's sort of a dip in sort of writing and quality, which is fine, like, when a show's like been going for so long, that's obviously going to happen, and it's natural to have changes. But most of like all of my episodes are from, I'd probably say series one to eight. I think that's like the golden, the golden years. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so number ten, it's a series one episode, I believe. It's um, Homer's night out. So I don't know if you remember this one, but he go, he goes on a night out, and there's like a belly dancer there, and, and Bart sees him, and he takes a picture of him. And then I think Marge sees it, but it's just a really great episode. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. No, number nine is you'll, you'll probably notice a lot in in this list is there's there's a lot of flashback episodes. So I, I love the episodes where um, Marge and Homer are just getting together, or the kids have just been born. I think they're really great episodes. So this one is um, the way we was, and I think this is this explores how um, Homer and Marge first met. I, I love those. I and think then, they're, they're sweet. But it's weird because yeah. nowadays, uh, so back in, in the original series, uh, it it looks at, at um, Homer and Marge getting together in, say, the 70s or the late 60s. But if you, yeah. look at, if you look at flashback episodes now of them getting together, they're getting together in the 80s, and it's just so strange. Yeah, so that that's like the thing with it, like, everything like culture and everything moves along the time moves along but they stay the same it's just it's a cool concept but it must be difficult to do because there's going to be so much continuity but obviously you can't take it how it is um so number eight i've got um dog of death so i really love this one um because it's just the one where i think santa's little helper needs some surgery 
Yeah. Um, and they have to go to like uh, beg Mr. Burns for like money and stuff. But I just think it's a great episode. It's an early one as well. I think that's um, season three. Yeah. Um, seven. I've got um, secrets of a successful marriage. So this is one where Homer teaches a class on like how to be how to be in a successful marriage, and it's just a really funny one. It's a great one. <laughs> no, number six. Like to be fair, this probably should be lower down because this is one of my. I could have probably put this top three, but it's uh, Lisa's wedding. So this is like a flash forward one. This is a really great one. I don't even remember that one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, weird the, when they flash forward to when they're older. Yeah, they're they're strange those episodes, aren't they? Because yeah. yeah, and it's just one where um, I think uh, Lisa's marrying a, a British guy, but um, he doesn't really like get on with Homer and the family, and it's just there's a really great bit of the wedding where. Um, Homer gives the husband to be like these cufflinks to wear, but he doesn't want to wear them, and it's just a really, a really great episode. I think like the best episodes of The Simpsons are ones that just have meaning and just have like an emotional impact. Like, it has to have a message, I think, to be like a great episode. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, but but then again, I mean, it's it's like a um, uh, hyper version of the old family sitcoms from back in the day, anyway. The Simpsons, and yeah. so it follows the same sort of thing where most of the best episodes of those had a moral background to them. So, yeah. I think, yeah, it's like, um, there's, there's actually an episode where, um, I don't know if you've seen it, where George Bush becomes the, the neighbor, the Simpsons neighbor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just a really funny one. It just reminds me because, um, the actual um, president at the time, George Bush, and his wife, I have no idea what her name is. But um, they were actually like complaining about the Simpsons. They hated the Simpsons because it was such like anti-American um, family, and they just they just hated it. Yes, I remember that. I saw a program about where they mentioned that on the program about Art Barbara. And Bush. this yes. is yeah, old Barbara. Bush, definitely. Um, this is uh, my fifth pick. So this probably could have gone way lower down, and you'll probably know it as well from that um, picture of it, where um, he's in the power plant. It's called um, Maggie Makes Three, and he's in the power plant, and he has to go back to work at the power plant. He gets his dream job in the bowling alley, but because Marge is having another baby, he has to go back to the power plant, yep. and he has to go crawling back to Mr. Burns, and Mr. Burns puts a sign up, and it says, uh, don't forget, you're here forever. And then he just uses all the picture, pictures of Maggie around it, and it says, do it for her, and I just think it's a really great episode. That's lovely, and that's sweet that as well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, they're definitely the best kind of episodes. Um, number th- um, four I've got um, is Lisa's first words. It's another flashback one. I think I've got like three flashback ones in this list. So this is the last one, but um, Lisa's first words, yeah. And her first word is Bart, which I think was nice. Yeah, I think that's nice. Yeah. And a third one, this is a really early episode. I'm pretty sure this is um, season two, but I think this is one of the first ever episodes I've actually seen. I remember watching it on like VHS and it was, um, I think it's season two, like early season two. It's called One Fish, Two Fish, um, Blowfish, Blue Fish. Yes. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. It's an amazing episode. So they go to a restaurant and Homer eats this like deadly fish that they've cooked wrong and he thinks he's going to die. Um, but I just think it's such like an emotionally impactful episode. Yeah. That's one of my favourites actually. Yeah, it's such a sad one as well because like he just thinks he's gonna die and he's sat in the chair like waiting to die. 
it's a, it's yeah. a great one. It is, yeah. And we've got, um, then at number two, it's another home one. See, I always put the home ones pretty high. Um, so it's Home of the Heretic. So I don't know if you remember this one, but it's um, where when he stops deciding to go to church. Yep, I remember that. And he actually he stay, stays at home and he sees God. And um, I think there's a fire in his house and, and Flanders helps him um, and saves his life. I think the Home of Flander, Flanders episodes are really great as well. I love the one where they go to Las Vegas. Yes, I like that one as well. And uh, I love the characterization and the look of of God as well in The Simpsons. I think it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. How you can't see his face as well. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, it is. So, so number one, um, very difficult to pick. So I have a joint one. I know it's, it's not. I know it's cheating, but so a joint one is um, Bart sells his soul and the um, mysterious voyage of Homer. Yeah. So I think they're they're both amazing. So the Bart sells his soul one. I remember watching that one as a kid and it sort of, it actually freaked me out. Like the way that I think there's a bit where he tries to walk through like an automatic door and because he sold his soul to Millhouse, like he can't actually walk through the door. And that bit just sort of freaked me out as a kid. I don't know why, but, and then obviously the mysterious voyage of Homer, it's about, he take, he goes to the chili cook-off. He takes a chili and he's like in this weird land. I think he's got Johnny Cash as well as, as the um, coyote in that. And it's really great, like voice work. And um, he, the um, coyote tells him to find his soulmate, and at the end, you like he doesn't think it's Marge, and then you find out that it's Marge, and I just think it's a really great episode. Well, the, so that, that was my top, well, eleven, really. Well, the coyote says to him because he says, "Oh, well, Mar- Marge is my soulmate," and the coyote says, "Because <laughs> we only watched that episode yesterday," and um, yeah. so the the coyote says to him, "Are you sure?" that it's Marge. Yeah. And I think that puts the question into Homer and he starts to question it and then Marge responds to something in a certain way, not believing that this has happened. And then eventually at the end of the episode, it's lovely because it's sort of like, there's the realisation in him that, you know, he was right originally that she is actually his soulmate and that's, that's, that's another lovely thing about the, the family. They are such a, such a close family that you know it's it's sort of a warped truth in a way that 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 is the perfect family <laughs> essentially yeah it's always like the anti the sort of the anti-sitcom that goes against all the traditional norms is like that is the one that's most truthful like because you've got things like i don't know like uh, what's that really cheesy one like from from the 80s or the, is it nice full house you've got full house which is like like super cheesy and obviously not like realistic. And then I think you've got one um like Matt have you ever seen Married with Children? Yeah, yeah. It's more like a more like a realistic one as well. Yeah. I used to watch Married with Children when it first came out. It's another really good show. Absolutely. Hey, this is Brian with Concerts That Made Us Podcast. And you're listening to Pods Like Us, a great show about other great shows. So, actually, this one brings to mind something else. Okay, so um, famous people who have been on the show. There are so many of them. I mean, I think yeah. you've seen on my notes that I've pointed out that three of the Beatles have been in it. Yeah. And um, and it brought to mind, I, I think No Doubt have been on the show as well, haven't they? 
as characters? I think they have. I think they actually played like a song in the show. I know Sonic Youth have played a song in the show, I'm pretty sure. The Who have been in the show yep. as well. Um, oh yeah, the, um, the, the one with the Beatles um, with Paul McCartney and his um, and, and Linda McCartney. Uh, that's the Lisa the Vegetarian one, isn't it? it? Is. Um, oh, Linda McCartney got that had that range of vegetarian products. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's a very good episode. But but the no the no doubt one that makes me sort of smile because you think to yourself, there's no doubt there, and Gwen Stefani's brother is one of the chief animators of uh, of the Simpsons, Eric Stefani. Yeah, well, I, I can't remember what episodes she's in now. Then I can have a quick look. Um, it must be a, um, a later one, right? I think he joined in the... I don't, I don't know which episode she's in, but I think he joined... Um, ooh, about 92, 93, or might, might even be later than that. Oh, yeah, they're, they're in the episode, um, the Homer Blues episode. I think this is the one with Sonic Youth as well. Yeah. Um, and he goes, he goes on tour and he takes, like, cannonballs to the chest, I think, as, like... He goes on tour with all the bands. I remember that. One. I think, I think that's like a season seven one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I know, I, I know. I remember Eric left when they were just getting famous. Eric Stefani and he, because he got offered the job of, of of animator on 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 the Simpsons. And like I said, I just find it funny that technically he's animating his own sister. Yeah, that's cool. Episode, you know. Yeah, that they look really good in the animation as well. It looks pretty. Like accurate to the actual band. Well, you would have thought so. I mean, he spent that much time with them. You'd have thought he'd know everything. Yeah. About them. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'd love to like have a member of the like Simpsons animation animate me. It would be insane. It really would. That'd be like another dream. Oh, look, Louise at the side of me says that uh, one of her favourites is Fat Tony. Fat Tony, yeah, Fat Tony's great. There's an episode um, in series three, I'm pretty sure, called Bart the Murderer. That one's a great one. I think that's when Fat Tony's first introduced. But they get Bart like working for it for them, and it's a really good episode. Yeah, should send a friend request to Joe Mantegna then, shouldn't you? I suppose because he's Fat yeah. Tony. Yeah. Oh, connection to your other show there, because Joe Mantegna, uh, Criminal Minds. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. True. So, yeah. have have you got a specific favourite character or favourite characters from The Simpsons? Yeah, so my, my favourite character is probably Lisa, to be fair. I just really like Lisa. She's kind of like the voice of reason in the whole show. Yeah. But um, second to that, I do love Ned as well, Ned Flanders. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, I'm probably, yeah. I'm not a massive fan of, of like Mr. Burns. I don't know why. Like, he's funny. And I, I love the episode. Um, I think it's like the Rose. Um, it's called like Rosebud, where he's got that bear. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably another great episode. But I don't know if I had to choose my least favourite uh, Simpsons character, it'd probably be Mr. Burns. What What do you think of what's happened with the character of Apu? Um, yeah, I, I understand it, but again, like you could say, like because every single character on that show is a stereotype, so it it. I get both sides of it. Like I see both sides of it, but like I, I know people who aren't offended by it, 
um, yeah. who have like the same heritage as Apu. And like, I just, I know that like, it started in like 1989. And I think even if it started now, like they're all stereotypes. So I don't see why they had to like take him away, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're all really caricature. So it's 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 for yeah. human purposes anyway. And I don't think they were particularly uh, offensive to those people in any way, really. I thought I thought yeah. all along that they were, you know, I, I don't think there was, no, there was no racism in there at all that, that I can see, no. No, yeah, there's no there's no uh, racism in there. It's, they're all just like very like hyper stereotypes, but that they do that for for every single character. You you've got like um, Ned next door who's like obsessed with the Bible. Like you've got, uh, well, yeah, you've got like Fat Tony as well, who's like a, a mobster. Obviously, not like he's Italian, so like not all Italians are mobsters. That's like the, the stereotype of it. So that's why they do it. Absolutely. So if you could come up with a new character for The Simpsons, what would they be like? Oh, that's a good episode. I think I'd, I'd probably, um, I think I'd, I'd give Lisa more of a best friend. I, I know she has like, a, she kind of has friends in like some episodes, but they're never like, they're never like Millhouse. They're never like always there. Like Millhouse is always there as, as Bart's best friend. So I'd, I'd probably give Lisa like a best friend. Yeah. Have you got a characterization for that best friend, or should we just leave it there? I don't know. It's a hard one. I think um, the best friend they'd be like more outgoing and sort of encourage Lisa to be more outgoing herself. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe like the complete opposite of Lisa, but they'd still be best friends. I'm Agent Scott, and I'm Cam the Provocateur, and we're from the Spy Hards Podcast. That's right, and you are listening to Pods Like Us, the podcast that also has the Midas touch. So have you actually recorded any of your episodes already then for the show? So um, we haven't recorded any yet, but we've got all of the structure. We've got like all of the episodes planned out, and we've got all the guests for most, for about, probably got all the guests for like Series 1, to be fair. Like there's 13 episodes in that one, so we've probably got enough to, to fill the first season. But yeah, we're going to start recording, um, I think, like mid-June, we're going to do. And then by the time the first episode comes out, we should have all the episodes of Series 1. So that's good. That's great. That's that's good. I mean, I, I try to do that with mine. I try to have a large clump of the episodes ready before the actual date of the first episode goes out. Because that way you're not always, you're not chasing yourself then. Because as, as you know from the first, your other podcast it's very easy yeah. to to get behind on these things. Yeah, it's definitely better to try and have it pre-recorded. But then you never know like what's going to happen. Like you might have to rearrange with people, or like like I've had some like even when it's some of my friends. Like I feel like it's kind of worse when you run a podcast with just your mates because they can more easily go like, oh, not today. We'll do it tomorrow. Not today. We'll do it tomorrow. As in like when you have a guest though, like. You kind of have a set time and you know you're going to do it at this time. It's just, it's kind of easier that way. So will this Simpsons one then, will that will that be the first time that you've actually had to speak to a guest and then? Uh, so on my um, original um, podcast, um, the Untitled Chronicles one, um, I had um, the Bub and Gob show. I don't know if you, if you know them from Instagram. 
Yeah, yeah, I know those. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I had them on on a podcast. Um, so I had them on it. That was pretty fun. We we kind of we were just talking about um like American snacks and like our favorite movies and stuff. So that was a cool one. Um, uh, but I've set the podcast up like originally intending to be like a crime podcast, but we always just tangent off on different things. Like we ha- we have a lot of conspiracy episodes. Actually, that's a big one we have. I know, like, when you think like they're, like, done to death because everyone does a conspiracy video, but we have, like, music conspiracy ones. Um, we're doing a movie conspiracy, conspiracy one soon, so you've got, like, movies like uh, Poltergeist and The Exorcist. We're going we're gonna to hopefully do stuff like that. But, yeah, we love a good conspiracy video on, on The Untitled Chronicles. Wow. If you get to talk to Gil from The Mind Buzz, he would probably bring up the... Uh... The Shining and things like that, because he's very much into those sort of things. Yeah, that would be great. Um, and yeah, we do we do as well. Like we try and do like comedy ones. We've done like a few classic game shows. So we've done, uh, you know, Would I Lie to You? Yep, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. We've done uh, Desert Island Discs, which is like a, ra- a Radio Two or Radio Four show. I'm pretty sure. And we've done that. Um, we've done a Room 101 as well, which is going to be going out in a couple of weeks. That's brilliant. But that, that's good when you mix up the uh, when, when you've got a podcast and then you can mix it up and try to play with the with the uh, the structure and put something different into it. It's it makes it interesting. Yeah, that, that's kind of where like the name comes from, like the Untitled, because I just had no idea what to call it because I knew it was just going to be tangents of like random episodes and stuff. Most podcast shows go into go on tangents anyway. Yeah, that's true. Now, but it's super fun, like doing it with you, like doing a podcast like with with your friends. It's great. So, how do you record and edit your shows? So, because of obviously um, the pandemic and everything, we've been doing most shows over Zoom. Yep. Only, only recently, we've been doing um, our shows in person. Um, we try and record like every every other Thursday really for the for the main podcast one because we've got a couple in we've got maybe like we're three or four weeks ahead in advance so now we record like every other Thursday just to get a pod out for a couple of weeks time and and we, we can do it in person now so that's good um but yeah the, the first ever podcast that we did on we did in person because this was when we you know we had the tier system so you were kind of allowed to do stuff but then you weren't yeah, man, so we, yeah, we had, yeah, we, we had a couple of episodes where we got to film in person, which was great. And I feel like the ones you film in person are just so much better. But um, the, the Zoom ones are like really fun as well to do. And obviously, like because of um, the people that I'm going to get on the Simpsons one, they, they're probably going to be like in America, so we're going to have to do them ones over Zoom. And the time difference is going to be interesting as well. <laughs> and and to edit, yeah. yeah. Uh, to edit them as well um i'm not really that much of a great editor because i've just sort of started out so i use them um, the anchor um it's like spotify's official um partner for podcasts yeah so i just use that so it's a lot easier so i can just sort of trim the audio down and put the bits in that i want to put in but yeah i'm just sort of, sort of like i haven't been doing it too long so i'm just trying to figure out the editing stuff yeah so it's quite editing is like the bit that I find most tricky, I'd probably say. 
Yeah, it's definitely the the job that takes the longest is to edit. I, I find that as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, what do you use to edit your podcast? Uh, I use Reaper to, to edit mine. Okay. Is that is that quite easy to use and good? Yeah, it's yeah, it's user friendly. Yeah. 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 Uh, you have to download it, or is it on like the the browser? Uh, I had to download it. It's on it's on the the laptop soft software that that I've downloaded onto there. Yeah. Oh no. But um, and when I do Zoom, I use the. I use the software that's on the computer as well as opposed to doing it through the uh, web page because if you do it through the browser, through the software as opposed to the web page, you actually get different set. You can get separate files for each participant, which is very useful oh, for, for Zoom. Yeah. So that's the best way to do it. Like that is through the software. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Like, I might have to try that actually. It's called Reaper. No, that's with Zoom. It'll give you if you use the software oh, of, version of Zoom rather than the online oh. version of Zoom. You've got an option in audio to be able to get different audio for each participant. So that covers if you you know how we're doing separate we're recording our own audio. This way, if you yeah. get in touch with somebody that hasn't got their own recording software on the computer, you're getting different files for each person. Then and you can individually change the sound for each person. Then. There's a different oh, track. Handy, I think it says something like audio third-party recording or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but it's third-party something, and it will give you different files. Oh yeah, I'll definitely have to use that for for the ones that I'm doing now. But yeah, about about the time difference again. Like, um, um, obviously, I'm interviewing um Jeffrey Deskovich for my um uh Untitled Chronicles podcast. Yeah. Um, and he what he was he's doing um eleven. 20 p.m. in the U.S., so it's like four o'clock in the morning in in the U.K. Yeah. So he's so e I'm just gonna have East Coast. Then. Have to work around the time difference. Yeah. Yeah. My head's full of all these different time zones. Wow, that's impressive. I, I don't even have a clue when it's they're on about like Eastern Standard Time. I don't even know. Are we like we're like Greenwich Mean Time or something like that, aren't we? Yeah, we're BST at the moment, aren't we? British summertime at the moment. BST, oh, yeah. British summertime. Yeah, so your time zones are just confusing, to be honest. Yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've talked to people in Australia, uh, east coast of US, uh, mid-US, that's a different time zone, west coast, which is Pacific time, and then you've got, um, um, yeah, when I did Xander and Stone there, sure, I've said this before, uh, Xander yeah. is Xander is in China, and Jenna Stone she's in Arizona, so they're oh wow how does that so, work? So Xander is I think eight or nine hours ahead, and J Jenna Stone was eight hours behind. So you were just sort of in the middle, like hey. Yeah, we we technically were having different meals because it was wow. it was it was lunchtime. And it was Xander's, for me, it was lunchtime. So it was about one o'clock in the afternoon. Xander, mm -hmm. he was, it, you know, he could have had his supper at nine o'clock at night. And we yeah. woke up, uh, woke up Jenna. She was having a breakfast. She'd just woken up about five, ten minutes earlier to get ready to wow. go and teach at school. <laughs> this is Dave of Live Life Loud, the Decibolic Podcast. And you're listening to Pods Like Us with Marv. Marv. Marv.
I'd love to have an Australian person on my podcast. I'd love to go to Australia, actually, for that. I'd love to go to New Zealand. That looks great. There. Yeah, that looks nice. There's a, there's actually a great episode um, of The Simpsons in Australia, um, if you've seen that one. I don't know. Have I seen that? I don't think I've seen that one. I, um, I think it's basically where um, Bart makes like a call to Australia and then it, I can't remember, to ask whether the, the water goes down the plug in a different way. Okay. <laughs> and then he has to, he's calling this kid and he's on the phone for like, I think he's on the phone for like four or five hours, but it costs them so much. So they make him fly out to Australia for some reason and like give an, an apology. And then, then they just get banned from Australia. But it's, I, I love the Simpsons episodes where they actually go like abroad. They have really good holiday episodes. Um, there's the one where they go to England. That one's really funny. If you've right, seen that yeah. one. Yes, I've seen that one. Have you watched all um, 704 um, episodes then? I haven't seen all 704 episodes, I'm going to be honest. Because um, I just think there's like a, a dip with the quality of it when it gets to... I've probably seen up like series one to series 22, probably. And then I've seen... I've probably seen every single Treehouse of Horror because even every year, like the Treehouse of Horror is still an amazing episode. Yeah. But then the ones that are like later dates, like like series 29, 30, 31. I haven't like, watched many of them yet. So it's going to be an experience when I get to them and see how it compares from like old Simpsons that like, I know and love to like the new one now, which I, I haven't watched that many of. Like, I'm more into like classic Simpsons, but I'm still going to watch the new one. Yeah. Um, me, me and you were speaking before the show that Treehouse of Terror, they're, they're, they're favourites of mine. I love, I love all of those every time. Whichever one, yeah. like you said, there's a consistency to those where they're always, always good, all the way from like you know their take on the Raven up to yeah. recent ones as well. They're just brilliant. Yeah, every single Treehouse of Horror I've seen is amazing. Uh, what would you say your favourite like segment of Treehouse the Treehouse Horrors are? Oh, which one was it? Where? Was the one where there was the statue or something in the? Oh, what's the name of that one? Oh, the Telltale tell the... Heart, is it? Oh, the Telltale tell Heart. Um, is that the the one where all the um, billboards come alive and stuff? I think so. I think that's the one. Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I like the um, the zombie one. That one's a great one. Uh, yeah. I like the one with the aliens as well. The first one with the aliens that was hilarious. Oh yeah, is that the one where the presidency, where um, I think is it the Bill Clinton um, presidency, and they're voting for it or something like that, and they come down and they they turn into the presidents. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. There's, a, there's actually there's another weird one as well where I think there's an episode where like someone's hair comes alive and. I think Homer gets a hair transplant and the hair transplant starts going, like, makes him crazy. Oh, yeah, but the, sh the Shining one is a classic one. Obviously, everyone knows that one. Yeah. Uh, where he's like, no no beer and no TV. Make Homer go crazy. Absolutely. The Shining. Yeah, that's brilliant. But then, you know, I think the take on the Raven, I think that is absolutely inspired. I think that's, even to this day, that, that episode, that 
that story, the way that they tell that, it still blows my mind that they can do something as perfect as that with a story that is one of the great uh, horror stories. Yeah, well, it's just so poetic that that whole like segment, like the way they do it, the way they speak it, like is literally like art. That whole that segment bit is great, and I think that's the first ever Treehouse Horrors. Well, I think that's season two when they did it, I believe. Yeah, I think that was the first. But but the fact that all the visuals, it it, it just matches perfectly to the way that the the audio is recorded. So they match perfectly. It matches the story as well, and it's just, it's flawless. It's a beautiful piece of work. It's great. I always find um, with the best Simpsons episodes, they, they either have, like, an emotional impact or they're either, like, a parody of, like, a movie or, like, inspired from a movie. Like, uh, the Deep Space Home, that one's good. Yeah. Um, Rosebud, I think, what, is that, like, Citizen Kane? Yes. Or something yeah. Like that? yeah, that's Citizen Kane. Yeah, and... Oh, yeah, every time they just parody a movie, I think that that's another great episode as well. And they, and they never get it wrong as well. They always, even episodes up to like the latest seasons when they parody movies, are still great. But but the perfect and the respectful of the orig, original um, uh, product as well, the original films or the original television programs that they're parodying. Yeah, they do such a great representation of it that it's just brilliant. It's more, it's more like a homage than a parody. That's why yeah. I, I think I meant to like. But yeah, they're just great. So, will you be using any show music and have any sound bites in your show? Yeah. So the theme that we're hopefully going to be able to use is, um, do you know the the Ion Springfield, uh, the news bit where things Kent Ken Brockman oh, and yeah. it's like that how it goes. It's Ion Springfield, like when the news comes up. I think we're going to hopefully use that as a theme song. That's cool. Cool. But that would be quite cool. It would. Yeah, we still need to make uh, like theme and like sound bites, like to intercept everything. Yeah. So, so what, what's your take on using like clips from the programmes, or is that possible? Or you know, you look. Yeah, that, that? that's a, that's a point actually. I'm not sure. Like, if you, I'd have to look into it because I don't know if we're allowed to do it because maybe like copyright reasons. But then I'm saying if I've got people on the show that did the show like surely that's allowed because they sort of made it so that's something we're gonna have to like work around and find out about but it would be, it would be great to use clips on the show and it'd be great as well to like have a recorded version where like there's a bit clips that we watch and we can actually put on like a youtube channel so people can actually visually watch it as well that would be cool but then again since you've got uh, you've already got you know uh, arranged um with Yeardley Smith per perhaps you yeah. could ask her and see see what uh, see what she suggests because she might actually be more, well she would be more in the know as to what you can do and even possibly be able to talk to the right people maybe yeah that's true um there's another there's another Simpsons podcast on um Spotify that I've seen uh, it's called um the Simpsons is great Alan I'm pretty sure yep um and he gets like people on as well and talks about it they don't watch the episodes, though, but they just, like, talk about, um, like, how it was, like, writing on the writing staff and how it was voicing the characters on The Simpsons. And they've got some pretty big names on there. So I'd, I'd love to get him on the show as well because um, I follow him on Instagram and he's, like, his collection of The Simpsons stuff is insane. I don't know if you've 
seen his Instagram, but his house is like full to the brim with like Simpsons memorabilia, and it's just insane. Yeah, send me a link to that, and I'll I'll, I'll check it out. Yes, yeah, so I'll I'll send you the um, the the username. G'day, g'day. This is Matty C from the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast way down in Australia. And we love getting to listen to Marv meet new podcasters from all over the world here on the Pods Like Us podcast. So have you got a structure in place for each episode? Yeah, so um, we're going to have structures like as in um, I'll have facts about each episode and we'll just discuss each one, like how it changes from like previous episodes, how because um, there's, there's a great like bit in like the first I don't know if it's the first episode second episode where um, um, Smithers is is with Mr Burns but Smithers is actually black in um, in the second episode but then the, in the next episode he's like they've changed him to be yellow yep. so that's like I'd love to talk about like why they've done that and stuff like that so we're just going to get like a couple of we're going to watch the episode get a couple of facts and then like key points to talk about and we're just going to like See where it goes from there. Yep, and also just going back to something from earlier on, I love the idea that you you've got of asking the people involved what their favourites are, and hopefully some possibly getting them involved. I think that's great. So you, you could possibly see Hank Azaria picking a favourite, or Dan Castillo, can't pronounce his name. Yeah, but yeah, it, that, that I think that's a great idea as well. Yeah, it's like asking them like what their favorite character is to play as well because they all got different voices. Oh, I'd want to know their favorite episodes as well, and it would just be—I'd love to get them all on. Like, it would be good to get them all on in one episode as well. I don't know how possible that would be. Though. Did you ever see? Um, oh, what was it? I think I saw a in the actors' studio. Uh, there used to be a show called that, and they actually had all of the Simpsons. Uh, voice actors all together for for an episode of wow. In the Actors Studio, and that was just that was brilliant. And then they were riffing off each other in character as well. It would feel so bizarre, like just being there, like watching it. But they're all just sat there on I think there's two or three tiers of chairs, and it was insane watching them go into character and respond in character to each other. So you'd have like. Nancy Cartwright would be doing uh, Bart, and do, does she do Nelson as well? I can't remember. But, you know, and then you'd have Harry Shearer doing Apu yeah. and Mr Burns, and, yeah, crazy. It's um, if, if you've not seen it, you should check it out, see if you can find it online. It's brilliant. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it. It sounds like a, a bizarre experience to be in that room. It would, yeah. So before you do each show then, what sort of research would you be doing? Would you be doing like, you know, IMDB to get facts and things like that? Yeah, that as well. And then just talking to people that were on the show as well and like produced the show, animated for the show. Um, talk to them to get any facts about it. Um, I'm actually watching the episode and, and just seeing what, just what everything's like in the episode. Um, IMDB is quite a good one to get like trivia from as well, to be fair. So that's a show. Yeah, that's cool. Hey there, this is Bobby with the Rock Guys podcast, and you are listening to Marv Smooth on the Pods Like Us podcast. Check him out. So what other podcasts do you listen to? 
Um, so I listened to quite a few podcasts. Um, so let, let me get my Spotify up so I can just name a couple off the top of my head. Um, so but obviously I listened to like the big ones like Happy Hour, Jack Makes Happy Hour, if you've listened to that one. Yeah. Um, at the Bob and Gob Show, I loved them. I had them on my show before. They're great. Um, True Geordie as well. I love the True Geordie. I listen to a lot of crime ones as well. There's one called I Could Murder a Podcast, which is great. Yeah. And that's kind of like a satire one as well. Um, crime Lapse is great. Um, I, I listen to Court Case as well. Yeah, that podcast is really great. Yeah. Um, I love a lot of after show podcasts as well. So, like, because I'm really into like sitcoms and TV. So, I love them. Um, there's one of uh, Scrubs called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Yeah. It's got um, the two actors from Scrubs. Um, there's an office one as well, which is great if, if you like uh, the US office. I know I know a lot of people are, are split between the UK and the US office. So that's, um, and then there's one called um, What I'm Mad About Today, which is good. Um, and there's an OC one as well, which I really like. So I, I listen to quite a lot as well. And yeah, they're probably like the main one. That's cool. Yeah, I've I've already recorded a show with, with James from from Court Case. I think I think James is brilliant. Yeah, he's great. And um, we have one scheduled to to do one um, in a couple of weeks. So like, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, we've both been talking, me and James, about the fact that we both love Simpsons. We were talking about that yesterday. It'd be good to get on the Simpsons one, actually. Yeah, I, I know that he'd like to. Because he said yesterday yeah. he'd like to go on, be on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll message him about the Simpsons one. Because I'm, I'm going to get him on my um, Untitled Chronicles one. We're doing a um, a murder case on that one. He's, a, he's on like a road show now, I'm pretty sure, like driving around the country doing shows, which is crazy. <laughs> so what advice would you give to people starting in their own podcast for the first time? Yeah, so I would just say um, stick with it. Like, it can be difficult at times. Like, because sometimes when you when you start your first few episodes, you feel like no one's listening. But I think the main reason you do it is like for yourself because you love like creating the content. Yeah, I think it's just a great way to express yourself, and and people will listen. So like, just remember like consistency is key. So if you keep doing it, people will eventually listen, and people will love it. Like I even I haven't been going for a very long time, and I even get messages saying like from like random people saying they listen to the show and they like it, which which is like the best thing to hear. So yeah, I just my main advice would be to just just stick with it and carry on doing it. Absolutely. So where can people find the shows, both shows that you do, and get in touch with you? Yeah. So um, the Untitled Chronicles one um, it's on Spotify now. I think we're about eighteen or 19 episodes in. We're on season two now, so we're recording that one. Uh, they can find us on Spotify for that one and iTunes. And we're, we're just at the Untitled Chronicles on Instagram and Twitter. And for the Doecast one, um, on Instagram, we're at The Simpsons Pod. And then if you go on Spotify, on Spotify at the minute, uh, The Simpsons Doecast, if you type that in, it will come up. And we're not on iTunes yet, but... Um, we have to wait till we release our first episode to be on iTunes. So we'll, we'll, we will be on iTunes soon. Uh, and then on Twitter as well, it's um, the Simpsons pod, pod as well. So yeah, just the Simpsons pod on Instagram and then you'll find us. I'm taking note of these so I can put them in the show notes. Oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
That's all right. Anyway, thank you very much for, for speaking with me today, Morgs. Yeah, great. It's been it's been so fun to be on. Um, I'd love to get you on uh, to watch an episode of The Simpsons. Oh, I'm definitely up for that, and I think Louise would be up for that as well. Yeah. Yeah, we'll tr- we'll try we'll get you both on to watch one of your favourite episodes. That's cool. That'd be great. Right, and thank you everybody for listening, and hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Hi, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yep. I'm oh, sorry, yep. I don't know what's going on with my <laughs> It's okay. I haven't used it for a while, so. Right. So Is the sound okay? Yeah, the sound's alright. Yep. You got okay. any way of being able to record yourself at your end? Uh yeah, I can do that, that's fine. Yeah. Because if you do that and there's any cutouts, then we've got a clearer signal. Yeah. Send me the File. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's recording now. Okay. Yeah, doing mine as well. So, how how is everything? Then you 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 know, everything all right with you? Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you. How are you guys? Yeah. Is there, is there two of you there? Sorry. I just keep... Yeah. What's that, Morgs? Uh, is there two of you there? I, I thought I heard someone else. Oh, my other half is sat at the side of me. <laughs> Um, how long have you, you been doing your podcast for? Uh, October. That's when it oh, started. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I think I've recorded over 50 episodes so far. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got um, another podcast, so this is like my, my second one. Okay. What's the other one then? Um, it's called um, The Untitled Chronicles. It's kind of like a crime podcast. Cool, cool. He does a crime podcast as well. There you go. One for you there. Does he like criminal minds? All right. Does he like criminal minds? You know, I keep saying you should have a microphone. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I study criminology, so yeah, I love, I love all stuff crime. Yeah. He Oh, honestly, I could talk for ages about about criminology. Yeah, so can Louise. She watches all programs about serial killers and everything, and has her own opinions. Yeah, all the Netflix ones are great. I like them. Oh yes, all the Netflix documentaries and everything. Yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because I, I, when I do get the chance to look at my own Netflix, I'll come to it, and all these things that are showing are uh, actually recommendations based on what Louise has been watching with with my Netflix account. So I'll go on yeah, looking. So for, I'll know. go on looking for like sci-fi thing. Oh, I'm going to have all this sci-fi suggestions, and it's all yeah. you know crime programs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
No, yeah. Um, do you like Future Armor as well? Yes, I love Future Armor. Yeah. yeah. I see Wiener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was the my, first my dog's game. actually named after after S. Seymour from Future Armor. Oh, brilliant! Named his dog after the dog Future Armor. Seymour. Yeah. Try, trying to remember now. It's years since I've seen yeah, Future Seymour. Armor. What sort of dog is it? A uh, cockapoo. A cockapoo. There you go. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to set your headphones? <laughs> what, listen? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Go and get your headphones, go on. <laughs> oh, my normal one. Yes. Or get mine and you can have these. You can have my professional cans. Are you guys married? Are we married? No. Yeah. No. no. How long have we been together? <laughs> How long have we been together? 16 yeah. years. Yes, this time, yeah. 16 years, but we've known each other for wow. over 30 years. 16 years. Well, yeah. That's nearly like longer than I've been alive. Oh dear. What? He says that's almost <laughs> as long as he's been alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I'm 22, so I feel old now. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear, I don't know. <laughs> no, dear. Even since October, I'm still nervous about doing all this. <laughs> yeah, so on my other podcast, I've, I've not really had any like guests on. Really, it's just like sort of like me and my mates like talking about it. All right. But um, tomorrow night I've got like um, this guy coming on called uh, Jeffrey Deskovich, and he's oh, yeah. like a, um, an ex an exonerated criminal. So he's someone that spent like sixteen years in prison for like a crime he didn't commit. Yeah, he was on a recent so like episode a... of Court Case with James Court. Yeah, yeah, I've listened to that one. It's a good one. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, it's like going to be like a big one that I'm doing. Well, I'm I'm hoping that some people from Simpsons will contact you and want to be on your show, actually. Yeah, well, I've got, um, do you know the voice of Lisa Simpson? Wow. Um, so she, and she has her own podcast as well. It's called um, Small Town Dicks. Okay. I just uh, messaged her on um, Instagram because she doesn't have that many followers, so I was able to like contact her. Cool. But we haven't like arranged what um, episode we're going to do yet. Wow. wow. But obviously I wanted I want to do like a, a Lisa centric episode. Yeah, like the um ooh, what's that early one where she meets um ble ble bleeding lips or whatever his name is. Oh, uh, bleeding gum Murphy, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That that one. That that's a Lisa centric one. Yeah, and and Lisa goes to Washington that one as well is good. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And Lisa the vegetarian, I like that one as well too. It's crazy how all of them do so many voices of different characters. Yeah, it is crazy. Like I don't like you know how and Hank Azaria as well. He has like 
incredible range of like all the voices. Yeah, we're going into what like should be. Yeah. We're talking about what yeah. should be in the show here, aren't we? Oh yeah, true. <laughs> You're going to ask him something. Hold on. There. Did you see the Netflix series about that um, Stephen? Was it Stephen Avery who was in prison for? Uh, was it 20 years for something he didn't do and then he came out and then they got him again for something else oh yeah is that um, making a murderer yes that's it yeah I've, I've seen the first series of that that's really good and um, one that i really love is the staircase if you've seen that one yes yeah i've seen that as well yeah <laughs> yeah that's a really interesting one yeah do you think stephen did any of either of those things and um, what what was it the um was supposed to have done I know the first one was murder wasn't it but what was, what was the second one uh, I think he was supposed to attack this woman so he ended up going back I don't know, to prison yeah. for that I feel like he didn't do the first one but I think he could have done the second one yeah I don't think he did the first one either but he's still yeah. in prison as far as I know he's still in prison yeah I think he's still in there yeah. do you think um, um I think his name Michael Peterson did the staircase one I think I did it. I mean, it's a while since I saw it, a few months back. But yeah, I think at the beginning, I absolutely thought he was guilty. Yeah. Some things just didn't, you know, ring true. But I think I left watching yeah. it thinking that he didn't. But I think sometimes there's always that bit of nagging doubt, you know. But I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was fascinating. But Yeah, it happened to both his wives as well. That's the crazy thing. Yeah, but so, well, yeah, I love anything like that. Yeah, right. For now, Are you sure you two don't want to do a podcast together? <laughs> yeah, we could start our own like, like crime Netflix crime podcast. But I've always found crime interesting, even when I was at school. Forensics and criminal crime and everything, handwriting analysis, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's so interesting. You know, just fun, fascinating field, all of it. Yeah. I would fake it. It's like anything in the yeah. My yeah. dream job. Faking it, tears of a crime. Love them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Lisa Simpson's crime podcast is really good. <laughs> right. She has a crime. So um, you saw that I posted up yesterday um, about your your page so that I could get people hopefully checking you out. Yeah. And um, what else as well? And um, also sent a few people you know links as well to hopefully be able to follow you which include oh, quite, quite a number of podcasters um, oh thank you so much i really appreciate it that's all right gil from the mind buzz he's going to be contacting you soon because he said he, he oh, he's nice. he love he loves the uh, the simpsons so he said he'll contact you and he's hoping that he can have you on before your show starts to give you a bit of a boost as well before it comes up and, um, oh yeah that would be great thank you i appreciate it and I'd love to have you on like one of the episodes as well, like um, coming on, um, so that we could watch an episode and talk about it. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think. No, I'll have you both on. I'll have you both. 
Yeah, he, he saw that we were, he saw yesterday that we were watching Simpsons. Yeah, you yeah. you watched one of my favorite episodes of all time. Was it the chili chili festival? The chili festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mysterious voyage of Homer. Yeah. But the, but then we couldn't stop him. <laughs> you know, it is on 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 these yeah. streaming networks. You just leave them to play, and it played oh, the, the next one. one we watched, yeah, yeah. The, oh, one the, after, the, yeah. the X-File yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one, isn't it? So many good ones. It's amazing how they keep it. I've got like a, a list of my top ten in, in my phone. Wow. I don't know if I can make a top ten. It's very hard. I tried to do it yesterday and it, it was very hard to do. It's even when people say to me, you know, what, what are your top ten Beatles songs? I can't even pick ten. You know, but yeah. best, you know, and try and figure out which of my top, top ten of those or anything. Right, let's get the paperwork out and start this officially. <laughs> it's uh, Doherty, isn't it, Morgs? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So let's go through some. Yep. You know, you're writing notes and you're putting me off on doing it. I've got to, you know, I've got to edit all these bits out, don't you? Sorry. <laughs> Louise says it looks like you've got a Captain it's it's a Captain America shield at the back of him. What Captain America shield? Is it? Just underneath um, in 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 your shelf. So just um, to the right of where you are. Is that a Captain America shield in there or is it something? This else? is like some weird little unicorn thing. I'm at my girlfriend's house. All right. I meant the no, red, white and blue like... thing. Oh, this thing. <laughs> no, to the right of where Unicorn was. Below the books. So you got the books there and then that uh, bit below the books. Oh, this. Where the notebooks are. Oh. Yeah, um, below there. Oh, here. What's that? What's that? Oh, it's just a like a mirror a with mirror. the light on. I don't know. It's a mirror. <laughs> it's how it comes through on the on It the does. Screen. I can kind of see it now. I can actually kind of yeah. see it in the light. It does kind of look like a bit ominous. <laughs> it's like a little light up mirror. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out there. Thanks. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny to keep in, too. But... <laughs> That'll be in the first show, that will not <laughs> I'm just like, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you give to people starting in their own podcast for the first time? How was that, Morgs? that okay? Yeah, we that was great. Thank you. Yeah, it was amazing. It's the first time I've ever been interviewed. So I was just like, oh, wow. But it was great. Like, you did really well. Like, thank you. Thanks for having me on. It was, it was great. Even now, I still get nervous and think I'm making mistakes. No, yeah, it's, it's natural, like, to be nervous. I think you, could, you everyone is nervous on a podcast. Like, I've never, like, really. But you can't. The good thing is, like, you can never hear it when you listen to it back. So that's the best thing. That's cool. And if, eventually, I'm. I'm I'm going to try once we come out of lockdown, hopefully to yeah. to get in, get to actually chat to people in person at least UK. Oh yeah, that would anyway, be good. And then see how that is because I'm wondering if that might be a lot easier to speak to people than than over Zoom or whatever. Yeah, I think that would be a lot like that. And I feel like it's like the flow is easier. Like I've done ones in real life because do you know sometimes when you're over Zoom, like. You can't. You don't know when the other person's gonna talk or stop talking, so it's kind of like a bit 
that you don't know when it's going to happen so but then in real life it's kind of like you can naturally see it so i feel like that's one of the biggest challenges that i've, I've faced but when you you don't know when to talk because you don't know if the other person is going to talk if you know what i mean that's true and because i've got a problem with my network and i don't use video so much you also can't yeah. see that somebody's they can't see if i'm about to say anything either so yeah normally if you're talking to people in person you can see that the the wanting to say something so that's that's tricky as well and another big thing as well for the podcast is like um using filler words like i always say like as well but i have to like actively think in my head do not say like 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 that Yes, I know what you mean. You, you just constantly like, listen uh, back to yourself. Jarring you hear, you hear, yeah. all, hear all the mmm and uh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> all these things. <laughs> it teaches you to be a bit, you start to become a bit self, self-conscious self of things that you say because of podcasting. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but thanks for having me on. That was like, it was really great. I'm going to, um, I'll put a link on both my podcasts as well. And I'll, I'll follow you on my um, other podcast as well, because I don't think I'll follow you on the Untitled Chronicles one. No, and I'll follow you back, of course. But yeah, um, it'd be good to get you two on that one as well. If we could talk about like a, a crime one or anything like that, it would be, it'd be funny. Yes, L- Louise, I think she was nodding about that earlier on as well and saying she'd fancy yeah. that. Yeah, when we were talking about that That would be great. Yeah. I'd just sit down and be thinking to myself, I've got no idea what they're both on about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it'll be a fun one. Hold on, Morgs. Have you seen the Netflix no uh, series called, uh, I think it's I Am A Killer? Oh, no, I don't think I've watched that one. It's, it's a good um, one to check out. sort of real, real crime where they interview people in prison about what they've done. Oh, that sounds interesting. Is it on Netflix? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's quite good. Oh, I'll try. I'll try watch that one tonight. That sounds good. I've I've watched all sorts. I mean, it's hard to keep track, but I do. I think sometimes you feel a bit guilty about watching them because it's yeah, I know what you mean. Real life and everything, but um, the the going to why they did the things they did and it sort of traces what happened to them, why they did it, and how they ended up being in prison. But I, I think it's I'm killer. I'm a killer. That's it. Yeah, that's quite I'm, good. I'm yeah, I'll kill. I'll check it out. There's so many. I mean, there's tons of ones about prison as well. Um, I watched one recently. Um, Some people went, normal everyday people from different backgrounds, went into prison undercover. There was about... I've seen that. It's very good. Uh, 90 days in. Yes, or 60. This was 60, yeah. 60 days in. Yeah, that's very good. I actually kind of binged that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good one, actually. Yeah. I've seen that one. That's great. Yeah. I, I, I think you'd actually like the podcast Life of a Lifer, where they were th- this woman, she actually talks to people who are in American institutions for life. And she talks oh, wow. to them about that, about the crimes that they've done and the stories behind how they ended up getting the way becoming the way that they were and and about their life stories basically and that's that's fascinating where she has a different person each episode and she's she's talking to them and getting the information about them i think you'd probably find that fascinating yeah that sounds interesting i'll, I'll check that out as well i'll write, write a note of that one yep life of a lifer life of a lifer 
sounds good. Ah, it's raining outside now. I've got to walk to work. Oh dear. Anyway, Morgs, thank you very much, mate. I'll catch you again soon. Yeah, it was so good to have you on. I'll, I'll message you some more in the chat and I'll, I'll put everything out when you release the podcast. All right. Thanks for this. That was lots of fun. It was great. Yeah, it was great. See you guys later. Take, Take care. care. Bye. 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 Take care. Bye. Bye.